Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. This is where we look at various nutrition and fitness-related topics through the lens of application. We want to give you practical takeaways so that you can create your healthiest, best self backed by knowledge. Now, on to the episode with your host, Coach Lisa. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition and Life podcast. My name is Lisa. I am your host and I'm the owner and operator of a nutrition coaching company called Nutrition Coaching and Life. With this podcast, it is my intention to create more long-lasting content that you can listen to anywhere you like at any stage that you like and take principles in regards to nutrition and fitness and put them into application. I'm going to do an episode in the future where I disclose a little bit more information about myself and my own journey into nutrition coaching and my struggles with nutrition in the past. But today I really just want to address one question which has become very important to me throughout the last few years of my life and that is, are you living up to your full potential? One of my missions with nutrition coaching in life is to encourage and motivate and inspire others to strive for self-improvement, to strive for that better version of themselves that they know that they can become. And it is simply my mission because that is exactly what I want to do with my life. And I don't just mean in regards to finances or in regards to fitness. I mean as a whole inclusive picture. I mean in regards to aesthetics. Are you really where you you think you can be? Do you really think this is the highest, the best aesthetically looking version of yourself that you can achieve? Where are you at when it comes to your health? Do you feel like you are at your healthiest? Do you feel like you are do- truly doing everything that you can in order to improve your health, foster your health, maintain your health in the long run? Do you feel fully fulfilled? Do you think that this is the most joy you can get out of life? And that brings me to the other point. Do you feel like this is the happiest your current self can be? Do you feel like you're making the most out of the relationships that you have? Or do you feel like you even have the right relationships at all? Do you feel like you're reacting and acting in the way that the absolute full potential of yourself would bring forward? Do you feel like this is the full or the highest amount of impact you can create within your family, within your friends, and just in general? I try to ask myself this question on a regular basis or have been for the last few years because before that I was always feeling like there is more. Is this truly what I'm here for in this world? When I was living kind of a mundane life, I often felt like there's got to be more. I'm not just here to wake up every day, do the same thing all the time, kind of feeling mediocre in my job, feeling you know, it was something that brought some money in, but it was nothing that fulfilled me. Same with my relationships in general. I had some frustrations. I had more frustrations even with myself because I wasn't growing. I personally have a very deep desire to grow, to um, experience and explore what this world has to offer and what I have to offer to the world as well. And I was keeping this desire dormant and I was actually probably neglecting any screams that uh, this desire brought forward. I recognized and I felt that I was settling for a lot of things in my life. I was settling for this kind of 
average sort of life. And the reason mostly was because I thought that that was what was normal. It was normal to be unhappy in a relationship at most of the time. It was normal or often. It was normal to hate your job because, you know, everybody says, oh, it, it was a, just another day. It was just another day at the office and oh it's normal to just live for the weekends it's normal to just live for your vacation time and so on and to be honest after over three and a half years of actually probably closer to four and a half years of really asking myself about my full potential and leaning into my full potential I know that nothing could be further from the truth while not everything is always going to be a walk of, of or a piece of cake or butterflies and unicorns and it's certainly not always going to be easy i also know that we all deserve to be fulfilled on in in general i mean fulfillment and happiness doesn't mean that you're always on a high that you're always skipping along on the road but it means that generally you're pleased with what you're doing you're pleased with the relationships you're you're feeling good in your body you're feeling good about the thoughts that you're thinking so again do you feel like you are living up to your full potential? Because I really think that all of us really are created with so much to offer, with so much to 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 feel as well. And um, the, these people that we look up to or that we aspire to be, they're not the few select ones. They're not the few. They're they're not supposed to be the exception. It's not unattainable. Can we have everything all the time with no effort? No, of course not. But I do think that deep down, most of us know that we are here to explore more. And I think around New Year's or before New Year's, most of us kind of feel that more and more, whether it might just be the pressure of society, like, oh, New Year's resolutions. <laughs> but not for no reason is that we come up with some goals there. I think the issue is just that we think it has to be either at that time, it has to be huge, it has to be, it's way too big, it's it's possibly something shallow without a truly deeper motivation, or we don't necessarily think so much about the details of it. When it comes to visualizing your goals and your higher, highest and future self, we really want to include as many details in there as possible. You don't just want to say like, oh, I'm going to run a marathon. You want to say, on September 14th, I'm going to run a marathon in Boston. I'm going to run it at this and that in this and that time. And I'm going to start my training program in two days time. I'm going to run three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm going to have this training partner. I'm going to uh, increase, slowly increase the mileage while I'm doing that. I'm also fueling up with more carbs. I'm going to be running in my blue jersey and my husband is going to be there for my support. We're going to stay a couple of days longer in Boston to see the city. And, 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 and the more details you can add to your vision, the better. And of course, even more details in regards to, I know that at mile such and such, I'm going to struggle with XYZ, but I'm going to battle through this by, by really thinking about um, the hard training I have put in and I want to accomplish this in order to improve my cardiac health and so on you see like when you create these goals don't uh, we make the mistake of just saying this and that or the other mistake that we often make is we set goals because of other people so again I for one thought that you know I I should be 
married before I'm 30 probably. I should have two kids. I should have a house. I should have a steady job. I should do this and this and that. As a wife, I should cook so many times. I should clean up so many times. And while for some people this might be exactly their dream life, for me it was not. It was just simply stepping into what I thought was expected of me and what I thought was normal, what I thought my parents was were expecting from me, what I had been programmed by society from. And again, there is absolutely nothing wrong with this kind of life. It's just I want people to make the conscious decision and or asking themselves consciously, is this truly my highest self? Is this all that I want to accomplish? And is this all that I can accomplish? And when it comes to that too, we have to look at it as a whole inclusive picture. Of course, we have multiple things. We have career, we have, again, relationships, physical goals, goals and so on. And the truth is, you do have to put in the work no matter where. And such a thing as complete work-life balance doesn't exist for most people. Or at least I rather look at it as you have a bucket of energy and you need to distribute that however you like uh, among your physical goals, your relationship goals, and so on. You can't expect to be working a 60-hour work week while living your absolute healthiest life and having the most joyous relationships and being internally fulfilled because um, you don't really need any hobbies or whatever. That is unrealistic. But if you have the goal of in perhaps having uh, your own company and you know making financial investments and so on and, and just really banking on that and being happy with for a few years making sacrifices in your health that is absolutely okay too but just be clear about where your fullest potential is with all of these so again we do need to put in the work especially also when it comes to our body and this is called the nutrition and uh, nutrition and life podcast and therefore i also want to talk about some of the things that we can set um when it comes to our physical and physical health or aesthetic goals in order to achieve that higher version of ourselves because I also thought growing up it is completely normal to in have an increase in body fat over the years and when you're 50 it's totally normal to start ballooning and be at I don't know um, double the body weight that you had when you were 30 this is not necessarily that doesn't have to be the case if you're happy at that weight of course that's you know that's absolutely fine but again, we th these outliers that we often look look to, like seeing a picture of the 70-year-old lady and thinking, wow, she looks super fit, she can still do pull-ups. That can be you. Well, someone once said to me, anything that you can see in someone else is in your potential. So if you have something that you admire in someone else, and of, of, of course, everything in the realm of reason, if someone is paralyzed and then look at other people who are walking, desiring to be those people, you know, that is a little bit different. But generally speaking, you can attain the similar or same things as other people as well. And so, for example, let's take the, the aesthetic goal and just wanting to explore that a little bit more from various, let's call them avatars. So, for example, you're a busy mom. You have had three kids, you are working part-time, you're still making sure dinner gets on the table most of the time, even though your husband chips in every here and there, most of the work falls onto you and you have a very high stress life. How can that person optimize their aesthetic goals? Firstly, we do need to 
make clear that mindset-wise, you realize that the better you do take care of your physical health, the more you can you can actually serve your family. And while that's super, super easy said and very hard to do, I assume I personally don't have any children, so I'm easy to speak. But nonetheless, I'm sure your husband and your kids and so on would support this idea of when you are feeling more at peace with yourself and happier about the person that you are, you're going to treat them kinder, be more relaxed, be more patient, and so on. So making the time to exercise, you can achieve a lot with three training sessions per week, ideally some strength sessions and just trying to get some steps in as well. Your steps should be more of the easy part when you do house chores and so on also, but really prioritizing that. And in order to deal with your stress, it is also important that you don't turn too much towards alcohol, towards all the processed things and so on, and really making it as easy on yourself when it comes to meals, when it comes to meal prep as possible, because the last thing that I assume you want to do is cooking three different meals, one for you, one for your husband, one for your kids, or even worse. So for instance, what could that look like? Everybody benefits from some protein, so you can bulk cook some grilled chicken and for yourself have that with some vegetables and just a small portion of rice for your husband perhaps with a larger portion of rice and a bit more chicken and maybe a little bit of a extra sauce to it because he has a higher calorie allowance and for your kids you could shred that up a little bit put it in a wrap and try to sneak in some vegetables as well so make it easy on yourself another important point for everybody, not just the busy mom avatar, is doing more things that you enjoy doing and doing less of the things that you hate doing. So everybody in this modern day and age, we tend to overload ourselves. We tend to overload with social commitments, with thinking we need to be doing more when most of the time actually we need to be doing less of the stressful things and more of the things that we like. And it could even just be relaxing things like going for a walk with your best friend or chatting over your over a coffee with your husband so not trying to just be a couch potato and using that as your stress relief but really turning to others and turning inward in order to attain that little bit of peace here and there throughout your day so little bits of peace peace <laughs> not pieces peace throughout your day are going to really increase your capability of managing your stress even if it is you're waiting for your child after soccer practice instead of taking the phone and answering another five messages sitting down and really maybe closing your eyes putting on some music and just sitting there just practicing presence and that text message is not going to run away don't feel like you always need to be super super responsive um or ultra quick and to respond and the sooner you are able to bring up those barriers or put up those barriers the the more people will get used to it as well and we'll talk about that in a future episode actually about how to get better at saying no and really just uh creating your day that you love as well but i already wanted to mention that and um now moving on to like perhaps a different avatar what could that taking more care of or or pursuing your fuller potential throughout throughout menopause um look like 
menopause, I'm saying menopause or perimenopause, or just generally when your hormones are changing or are a little bit challenged. And I'm mentioning that in particular because I do have a larger client base that is sort of between the ages of 30 and maybe 55. And therefore, even from the early ages of, of 30 onwards, we do often struggle with hormone balance, and that is quite relevant. So what do we want to do? We don't want to drop fats too low. We do want to do a good amount of strength training because strength training is not just beneficial when it comes to retaining that lean body mass, increasing your metabolism, but also when it comes to your hormonal profile, when it comes to testosterone, um, uh, human growth hormone, etc. So don't let your fats drop too low. Um, I will say that specifically, the closer you get to actual menopause, the more you can limit alcohol intake, the better. And just process things like sugar and oftentimes even dairy and gluten as well. While I do really advocate for a flexible dieting approach, um, it does just get a little bit harder to manage throughout menopause and um, to support your thyroid. So that would be something. Um, in addition to that, the older we get, we actually benefit more and more and more and more from protein. So you might even think about increasing your protein past the point of one gram per pound of body weight um, as you age. Um, but if you struggle with protein overall, start with 0 0.8 gram per pound of body weight and work your way up. Now, of course, this is going to look very different if you're somebody who lives alone, who is more career focused or who who perhaps has even more time to to train and to really fine-tune things. During that time, of course, it's a lot easier to track every single one of your meals very, very accurately or uh, to work out five or even six times per week. But the important thing here is too is to do the right thing. That brings me to the other kind of avatar, which is the person who thinks they're already doing it all. They're already working out a lot, putting in the effort to eat quote unquote clean and to maybe even meditate here and there and so on, but just not seeing the results, just trying to white knuckle through, but nothing is working or maybe it was working in the past and now it's not working anymore. To those people, I will say asking for help is not a weakness. It is actually a sign of strength and that doesn't need to be through the way of a coach. It just means, um, educating yourself more and more about what you're doing, but also getting different perspectives. Again, just because something worked once doesn't mean it's still got it's still going to work now. So if you have lost weight successfully once with your orange theory and twelve hundred calories or so, your body learns and becomes adaptive. So do do kind of look at things in the bigger picture and really from a longevity perspective as well. Now Everybody, what can everybody ask themselves on a regular basis? And what do I ask myself on a regular basis when it comes to, am I living up to my full potential? It really is as mon often the mundane question, such as, how can I improve my sleep? Sleep is a big one for me. That's why I keep bringing it up on a regular basis. After I had a job where I was working chef work in the police, I have really, really destroyed my circadian rhythm and have struggled with hormonal base balance since then. And therefore, I keep saying, am I really doing the best that I can? Am I really optimizing my light exposure in the morning, my screen time cut off in the evening, my 
um, the way that I'm eating in order to support my sleep, my social boundaries when it comes to sleep. Other things that we could ask ourselves in order to increase that full potential when it comes to aesthetics is, could I be more accurate with my tracking? Could I be more accurate with my food weighing? Could I uh, be more consistent with my supplements? Could it be helpful also for my mental health to actually be less social or more social for the other people? Or for other people, it could also be helpful to get more relaxed about their food intake and not stress about every single thing that they're eating and or actually even increase the amount that they're eating. Am I actually working too much or am I working out too much? <laughs> and why am I doing all of that? That is the question that it really all comes down to. Now, again, with the training, maybe you do need to push a little bit harder. I think in the last few weeks or even um, months and perhaps even year and a half or so, it has become quite po popular to say like, oh, everybody's pushing way too hard. And um, while I think that that is often the case when it comes to high intensity training, um, in strength training, really, I do find that a lot of people possibly don't push hard enough, that they just go through the motions or get to the last few reps. And it feels somewhat challenging, but really not that challenging. The other thing is, could you just simply do things better? So what you're doing right now, maybe you're doing okay at it, but just try to get better at it. And lastly, I guess, I do want to bring it back to the point of focusing on more of the things that you enjoy doing and less of what you should be doing. And that also pertains to training and nutrition. So just because hypothetically a certain training split when it comes to strength training is the most beneficial thing for your aesthetics, but you actually really enjoy going for a run once a week, that enjoyment piece might just be worth that little sacrifice in terms of your strength gains or hypertrophy and really allow you to be more adherent long term and just be more fulfilled overall. And with nutrition too, just because you hypothetically know that maybe the best post-workout meal is XYZ, but you actually really, really enjoy pasta dishes. Why not try and make a protein pasta dish with some extra chicken and high protein cheese? Or why not every now and then once a week, make the room to include an actual pasta dish <laughs> um, into your calories and just work your day around that or you using it as a, a repeat day, anything like that. So just to mention the last few points here, I think many of us, including myself in the past, we don't really allow ourselves to really be happy. We just think, Maybe sometimes it's deep down and maybe it actually is consciously, but we might be thinking, might be feeling guilty if we live the absolute happiest life and then we see our parents were super struggling to get through and to make a living or our husband is working really, really hard. So maybe we feel like we don't deserve to be happy in our job, in our body and everything else. Another thing is, which I think is often holding us back from living up to our full potential is actually perfectionism. And that sounds a little bit backwards, but many things can happen with perfectionism. And firstly, it might be that it's paralyzing you from actually just taking action, that you always wait for the perfect moment. 
or that you try to do things too well, like with your training, with your meal prep, you're again overcomplicating things. You are perhaps cooking three different meals, even though it's really not that necessary, um, and and so on. And uh, the 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 thing that comes with that too is that often when we try to be perfect, when we try to please other people, and so on, we don't allow ourselves to rest because it feels wrong to rest when everyone else is just in that hustle culture. And again, that's like coming back to society and expectations because nowadays it's it's almost I used to think like oh if people sleep a lot if they nap in the afternoon are they lazy they should be working no wonder <laughs> they're 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 kind of like not where they want to be and so on it's just because they're not doing enough and it's really not just about not doing enough it's about doing the right things and yeah sometimes when we do decide to take action on all on our potential whether that's aesthetically health wise or in terms of our relationships our job or the impact that we're trying to create we obviously evolve and change which is the whole point of it all and sometimes people don't change with us or most of the time actually people don't change with us because we can't expect them to be on the same timeline or to have the same goals of course it would be ideal if you and your partner at the same time decided hey let's really focus on that and sometimes that happens especially around new years but most of the time these periods of growth happen in your own time and i just want to encourage you to try not to be pushy the best way to encourage others to join in is to lead by example. And sometimes, unfortunately, time goes by and we grow too far apart. And that is scary. That really, really is scary because we don't like to let go of things. We like, we often like the people in our environment and we, we like a certain status quo. But... Every now and then it's inevitable to leave others behind. So anyway, even if, if that scares you and that's a little bit of a negative connotation <laughs> to round off this podcast, I just want to say just start. Just start in one area or another where you know that you can achieve more. If it's something with regards to your work, just think about the things that you're good at or a lot of people think oh, I don't have any talents I don't know what to do I haven't found something that fulfills me but think about the things that bring you joy think about the things that people come to you for um come to you for advice for that people compliment you on and so on just remember that we really only have this one chance in life and no one is going to come to you and say like, hey, Lisa, I think you have a lot more potential. I think you should be working on this and that. <laughs> and probably if someone did that, I'd be like, shut up. Who are you to tell me what to do? At least that's my kind of persona. <laughs> so anywho, this is your chance. You don't get bonus points for battling through, for suffering through your life. This is your life to be enjoyed. Start somewhere, start looking for communities of like-minded people that want to grow look for podcasts that show you or encourage you to grow look for books look for anything else that might be helpful even if it's it might be a friend who's keen to join in on something and just evaluate that question on a regular basis am i looking am i living up to my full potential in the next episode we're actually going to go more into certain routines and habits that might be 
helpful in establishing or in getting closer to a fuller potential. And I mean, the thing with the full potential, I probably should have said that earlier, it is not that you at one stage you wake up and you're like, huh, I've reached my full potential. <laughs> it is a, an ever ongoing journey. And once again, this sounds a little bit daunting, but it really is just the, 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 the reality of it. And it's, I personally think it's beautiful. It's a beautiful journey. It's a beautiful self-development journey. And I want to and invite you to join me on it. I am far from from being perfect, from having achieved my full potential, but I'm trying to work on it on a daily basis. So I look forward to talking to you in the coming week or in the next episode about routines and habits. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, I would very much appreciate your feedback, you uh, subscribing, you sharing it, and so on. I hope you have a lovely day and thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode on social. Very much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Coaching and Life or head to our website, www.nutritioncoachingandlife.com, where we provide more valuable content. Have a wonderful day. Now go out and work on your best self.